Good morning. Hi. So this is episode... 25. 25, <laughs> which you were a bit worried about before we started. How come when the numbers get bigger, I remember it easier? Yeah, that's <laughs> It true. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Um, embracing change. Change? Change, yes. Okay, so why are we talking about change today? Um, because... Obviously, we've all been through a huge amount of change this year. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, we're yes. currently recording this in December of 2020. Yep, and um, change is something that lots of people try to avoid. Uh, but it's, you know, you, you want to kind of stay in your your bubble, your comfort zone, what you're familiar with. Right. Everything kind of outside of that is a bit scary. Um, and and the more you do that, the the more ineffective you are really that you you can't you know it's difficult to make decisions you can't um you know change can really kind of stress you out yeah, um, yeah but we've all been forced into a massive amount of change i mean i remember going to the shops here when yeah. we first when everything first came in with the whole lockdown and everything and um it was before we bought proper masks and so i was like fashioning masks out of whatever we this is find. back in march march this yeah year, right and i just remember that being such a weird experience walking around and everyone having masks on and just feeling like really self-conscious really like couldn't breathe properly well up to up like Ma- yeah up to march this year when was the last time we ever put masks on is that well never exactly yeah so this, this is what i mean and then and, and, so we've all had to go through these like really significant changes. And, and yesterday yeah. we were walking around outside with masks on. Having come out of shop, we didn't even realise we were still yeah, wearing exactly. them. It's, uh, so, you, you know, you will adapt to change, but, um, but people still find it scary and, and don't force changes on themselves, which you really should if you need to grow. Yeah, change is normally something, especially as an adult. Yeah. There is something that is imposed upon you yeah. as opposed to a choice, right? Yeah. So it's um, and it's a very proactive statement to make reasonable changes yeah. in your life. That's why I think it's such a big deal when people, um, when you see before and afters of people that have lost enormous amounts yeah. of weight and everything else. It's inspiring because on some core level, most of us are in a situation where the idea of changing the norm is uncomfortable, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, well. If you, a lot of people, I think we, we spoke about this a little bit on another podcast, was you'll only change when you really have to. Yeah. Um, when either you're forced to, like we all have been this year, um, by either circumstances or government or whatever it is. Um, and, um, or, you know, you get to kind of rock bottom and you're like, I'm not going to cope with this anymore. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. I'm going to make a change. Yeah. But if you can try and make um, change more, just more familiar and more everyday occurrence. Like go to, when the world opens up again, but go to a different restaurant, you know, try a different movie or meal or book that you wouldn't normally go for. Or just, it's just making these small changes can make the big changes a lot easier to kind of take. Yeah, I agree. I think though the, um, I think one of the reasons why a lot of us fail to change in the first place and we do stick to the same old, same old is because we, um, we have unrealistic expectations of outcome for change mm-hmm. and we're unfair about what the result should be about change, mm-hmm. right? So we're, all, we're often like, if we make a change, so maybe it's a new fitness regime, right? Yeah. So this quite timely, right? Because we're in December right now. So most people are thinking, oh, in the new year, I'll really work on getting fit. Yeah. Christ, we've both done that enough in our yeah. lives, right? From the, from, uh, we found some old journals. I was telling you the other day, wasn't I? I found yeah. an old journal and... Some of my old journals, every single year, I'd reference a 
getting in shape yeah. is one of my core ambitions, right? Like one of my, if I can just get in shape, suddenly my life will be so much better, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I never really stuck to anything in that respect. Yeah. And one of the reasons why was because I, the, the effort of change and implement it was felt so big, mm-hmm. so, um, such a massive thing to include in my day. Like I was, I wasn't just, um, having to talk myself into making the change. I was also having to talk and explain myself to others about the change I was making. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it even harder, right? It's a, there's... It can make it harder, but it can, it can also give you a, a reason because you get that accountability thing if you're telling Well, others. no, quite the opposite. I'm talking about, say, for example, um, let's say fitness is a thing for you, right? And you need to, yeah. and you decided, you know what, I'm, I'm done with being unhealthy, right? Yeah. I'm done with being out of shape or eating rubbish and feeling rubbish and whatever. It might be because this year, uh, in 2020, you found yourself in a situation where um, you might have had either family or friends who had serious health issues mm. or you might have had um, a situation where <laughs> Bob actually landed on my face that time sorry really yep <laughs> sorry we have Bob if, the if, fly if, if anyone's listening for the first time joins us on nearly every podcast and that time he actually landed on my I eye. literally have not seen <laughs> a fly around until okay yeah anyway <laughs> sorry. there we go okay. yeah if you're new to this podcast there's two things to look out for first of all is Bob the fly because he only ever seems to come out when we have the podcast running and your inability to say having ha- ha- no having to yeah um Kate often says hafting <laughs> it's a thing you're working on a lot um anyway Going back to what we we're saying, so uh, where was I? Right. So what I'm talking about about other people around you, yeah. There's a positive reinforcement on change, right? So you're talking about accountability mm. in terms of th- that's where a coach is really good, or yeah. a, like if it is a fitness regime, it's like, well, can you have a fitness instructor that will just lead you through the steps and make sure you turn up every five minutes? Um, on that note, I've just been for a run. My nose it's <laughs> freezing cold um, outside. Um, but anyway, so when you are speak like that coach will hold your feet to the fire and make sure you turn up every day or you've got to at least come up with a good reason why they don't do it. It's, but there's also people in your life that don't want you to change. Yeah. And, um, and that's, and I was listening funny enough to, because you mentioned on a, on a previous podcast. So a couple of podcasts ago we did, um, your favorite top 10 books yeah. to change your life, mm-hmm. right? And um, one of those one of those was the um, Unleash the Power Within. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's just, because that was a weekend we did. Yeah, and, it was a, and it's and just it's, come out as an audiobook. Yeah. And it's come out as an audiobook. So yeah. I just started listening to that this morning. And just because I was like remembering the weekend we did with yeah. the Unleash the Power Within. So I literally listened to it a little bit before the run. And then when I did my run just now, I listened to it on the run. You're going to be thinking, why the hell is Lee waffling on about Unleash Power with and everything else? But the reason why I bring that point is because he, Tony Robbins talks on that, on that recording. He said, people, your loved ones and everything else, when they don't want you to change, so if you go on a fitness regime yeah. and you're getting healthier and better and all this kind of stuff, and they're going, you shouldn't really, you shouldn't really do this. Or just take it easy, take a rest. Just, it doesn't matter if you take a few days off. Yeah. It's not because they're trying to keep you small. It's not because they're... They don't want, like, they don't want the best for you, or they don't love you. It's actually, he explains it is it's the opposite. 
they do love is because they love you because they feel in some way shape or form by you getting better they're going to lose you you're in some well, way cha- it's change again yeah you're it's changing, changing. Yeah. and you may reevaluate your yeah. relationship you may it creates insecurities in them i think you so, see it a lot with alcohol when people, uh, yeah, when people yeah, give yeah. up alcohol um and it, i think a lot of time they're their circles think they're going to be boring or, you know, they're not going to want to come out anymore. And you, yeah. you, you often get, you see a lot of people pressure with alcohol, like, oh, go on, just have one and all oh, that so, kind of stuff. Yeah, if you've, yeah. Got, if you've got a problem with, I mean, alcohol is the only... problem, but if you just want to give it up for if, yeah, health reasons. Yeah. You know, we know a lot of people that don't drink at not all. because they've got or ever had a problem it's just they choose not to because yeah and I found myself criticising them yeah yeah like, like, oh come on yeah oh it's only a beer yeah. and it's like well no they've made that choice yeah. and I think alcohol and things like that are the, the issue with them is they have a social connotation to yeah. them right they they do something to help bind the relationship mm. and by you doing some by them making a stand that is against that activity mm. some way it pulls them away from the binding of the relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. and nobody ever communicates that do they no. nobody ever says it but yeah so the the thing i'm trying to say in a very long-winded way as usual <laughs> is um that change is is really hard because you have to talk yourself into doing something yeah but change is also really hard because you have to persuade everybody else that love and care for you that this is also a good thing mm. and you almost need to create some like rules right yeah. it's like when you and i um in the past i mean now it's easier because we have like a health and fitness regime that's just part of our lives yeah. but getting to that point took us ages right i mean it's taken us years to get to the point where that was a comfortable just normal thing to do. Well, habits take a long time to change as well. Um, that's what we've we've talked about on a, on a few podcasts over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, my morning routine was one of the podcasts that we covered. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, what time did you get up this morning? Uh, 6.30, so not 6, but that was without an alarm. So uh, so my body's already started to make to that change. change by itself. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a Sunday. Oh. <laughs> not many people get up at 6.30 on a Sunday. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've, I've been doing that since Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, you know, I wake up and there's plenty of times when I want to go, oh, I'll just, I won't do it today. No, yeah. I'll pick it up again tomorrow kind yeah. of thing. But you've got to keep doing that, those small changes. For, for a long for time. For a good, like, I can't remember the actual statistic. I think it's something like 44 days or something before it becomes a new habit. Yeah. And you've broken the old habit. Yeah, and to actually feel like there's a benefit yeah. to it, right? So, and going back to what I said at the beginning, which is that we place an unfair expectation of result when we make a change in our lives, right? It's like, because of the discomfort, because of the persuading everybody else that this is a good idea, or constantly, not even persuading, but just justifying the fact that you're, if you're somebody at home right now and you're like, okay, do you know what? Sorry, I'm going to get up at six in the morning, every morning. I'm going to go and do some exercise or I'm going to get up at five or I'm going to get up at whatever time it is in the morning and I'm going to do this exercise because it's going to set me up for the day. It means I don't get interrupted by anybody else. Anything like that. Just do it. You all have people that care about you. Okay, sure. I couldn't do that. Are you sure you want to be doing that? And and then you have to explain yourself to them. Yeah. And that's a problem, right? Because you, because they're your friends. If you can hear a cockerel in the background, <laughs> that's our cockerel. That's our cockerel. <laughs> um, you have to. They care about you, and you know they care about you. So the the lens in which you are looking at their opinions is based on the fact that they're they're a trusted advisor, right? Yeah. And so it's super hard. But 
But it's also a thing about being the black sheep a little bit as well. Yeah. Because um, when we... Oh, exclusion. Yeah, yeah, when we made the decision to go travelling, for example, I, I expected a lot of kickback from people just because... One, because it was different. Two, because maybe people would be envious and jealous that we could make that you know we weren't in jobs or whatever and we could change our lives in in that way um or just that we were mad for doing it you know i was expecting a lot of pushback and we actually didn't we got a lot of encouragement which was really surprising but i still started to feel that kind of shift that people felt they didn't have as much in common with us yeah the conversation changed yeah Yeah. especially when we used to come back from like because when we traveled we we do, we'd do like three or four months away and then come back to England to visit people for a week or two, wouldn't yeah. we? And every time we came back, it felt like we didn't have anything in common. We couldn't talk as well as we yeah. used to with other people because we'd lost that kind of common ground. Yeah. So I think when you do make a change, especially if you're if you are making a healthy change, like and you've got a lot of friends that are all kind of used to either drinking or going out and getting your takeaways or they're just yeah. generally not living a very healthy life and you decide, right, I'm going to be healthy. Yeah. Suddenly you don't have that common thread anymore and, and it, no. it's difficult to kind of keep that up, isn't it? Well, you're not sharing in the dysfunction, Yeah. right? And there's there's a camaraderie that goes along with dysfunction, yeah. I think, and um, like getting drunk or eating badly and everything else. People... People know that it's a bad, like it's a bad thing to do for themselves, yeah. right? It's like it's fine to do it every now and then, but if it's if it's become a regular practice, people know that it's making them feel rubbish. Yeah, it's making it's it's not improving their lives in any way, shape, or form. But there's there's a sense of judgment yeah. by somebody else if if you see somebody that's living in a way that um, is perhaps what you would like to, but you haven't necessarily done yourself. I think it is a mirror to yourself. And and also positive people. I think if you're kind of the positive one in a group, again, you're kind of slightly apart because everyone wants to have a moan together and all kind of empathise and bitch about someone or whatever it is. And if you kind of stand apart from that because you're you're trying to make positive changes, again, that alienates you a bit. Definitely. Yeah, well, there's... um, it's that whole thing about misery begets misery, yes, right? And yeah. everything else. And the, once there's no shame in standing apart from the crowd, <laughs> right? There's no, if anything, you should strive to do that, to be an authentic individual that is, is being very proactive in your approach about life, right? Yeah. That's, if, if you get, you and should you to, take that responsibility, yeah. right? And if you have to make a change to find more proactive people in your, you know, that have got a similar mindset, then that's another change that needs to be made, really. A hundred percent. So one of the things that we were told years ago was the, um, you are the sum of the five closest people around you, Mm -hmm. right? So your personality, opinions, view of life, just um, everything is fundamentally built around the personalities that you keep close to you and they, and they normally you can draw them down to five yeah um and so that's that's where the concept of the mastermind comes from from napoleon hill oh really yeah so if you if you haven't got five uh, and mentors and things like that yeah. you know if you haven't got five people in your life that are a positive influence on you if they're dragging you down then go seek them out have a mastermind or yeah. have mentors or coaches or whatever it is that you need those people to be part of your five yeah yeah, because yeah. they will keep you small. They will keep you in a space where you are a threat when you make a change in your life, right? And so some changes this year in 2020 are being forced upon us, yeah. right? So, and that might be economical, that could be that where you live, that could be relationships you're in, that could be all sorts. There's 
Um, and we all have probably got stories or are living through one of those those mm -hmm. things right now. And um, but so there is a change where you have to respond, or you're you like to go get another job or to go or whatever it might be, or to or to find another place to live or find another partner or whatever it might be. But within those like kind of macro level changes, there's a million micro changes that you can make to yourself, to your, to the way you behave, to the way you live your life. It's no coincidence that when you hear people that are broken up, there's that meme, isn't there, where, um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's always a guy, he's like, he's, um, he's like a bit overweight and he's, he's just like, he's just a lazy slob and he's on in front of the TV all the time and all this kind of stuff. Right. And it'd be a picture of that like kind of slobby guy. And then he, he, he um, breaks up with whoever he's with. Yeah. And then, and then suddenly like in the future, he's like buff and he's just like, <laughs> like, looks great and everything else. And then the next, the last image is he's back in a relationship again. He's like, Wah, like this and he's out of shape and he's a slob again. And it's like, there's a reason why, like, in that middle phase of who that person was, when they're all, they were looking, you guarantee they were looking after themselves, their headspace was in the right place, yeah. they're, they're an optimistic, positive person, everything else. Yeah. And th they made all those thousands of micro changes. Yeah. And, then, and then they kind of default at a later stage a, back a, to the worst. A good point, actually, because in, in that middle phase of, of, of what you're talking about, that, that person would have been 100% responsible for themselves. Yes. Whereas I think when sometimes when you're in a relationship or if you've got a job, um, you, you give up the responsibility to someone else. So in a relationship, yeah, yeah, you expect point. your other half to make you happy. Um, you know, as, as children, we expect our parents to do everything for yeah, us. Yeah, they are. Yeah, your health and happiness, how you feel yeah. is dictated by how, like in our relationship, yeah. it would be, yeah, how I behave to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and, true. And in, in yeah. a job, you expect the boss to provide for you and make all the decisions. Yeah, and you yeah, kind of, yeah. I think if you give up your responsibility, you give up your power. Um, yeah. and, and then that and then you're you're just subject to everybody else's changes, nothing proactive. You're yeah. again you're not taking responsibility. Well how many times do you see it in the movies if we go on the relationship side where you see it's like it's the story, isn't it? Where the girl is with a guy and he's like this great looking guy and everything else and he completely mistreats her. He's yeah. like She's like the Cinderella story or whatever, yeah. not Cinderella, the, or whatever it is. But she's this, she's kind of this downtrodden, like plain Jane, yeah, and he's yeah. this great hunk guy, yeah, but yeah. he cheats on her, he does this, that and the other, and then she's like, then he dumps her, yeah. and then she finds a way, she gets on her own two feet, and she's entirely responsible, independent, healthy, yeah. Yeah. and glowing, and everything else, yeah. and then he wants her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we're all drawn to that in people, right? We're drawn to... We're drawn to health. Yes. Yeah. There's a like a there's a something in our DNA where we recognise the healthy individual. Like there's a reason why you can see someone who does not conform to the normal beauty standards or good looking standards, yeah. but they're super attractive. And it's like, well, what? I it doesn't make sense to yeah. me why that could be. But they could be. But it's generally because they're really healthy looking. Yeah. There's a reason why buff people and all this on yeah, magazines. Yeah, yeah. So we're definitely drawn to health. But we're also definitely drawn to independence. Yeah. Like there's a sense of safe and security. Well, I think that's why we're drawn to wealth as well, because mm. money it, it doesn't necessarily buy you happiness, as as the saying goes, but it, it does give you freedom yeah. and you can buy what you want for yourself. You you're not dependent on anybody. Yeah. So I think that's probably why we're drawn to wealth as well. Yeah. Is because it, it gives you again that independence. Yeah, a hundred percent. So 
coming back to the change piece, yeah. the the I suppose the the key the key elements really are when you're considering. Okay, you might be thinking now, right? Okay, I've got a big change to make in my life. That could be because you're going into business, uh, or you've got a business idea that you want to move, but you've never done it before. It could be because your business is having to entirely pivot on in an entirely different direction. Um, they're the big macro level kind of changes but if you're not or it could be that you're changing a job or looking for a new career or whatever or it is even in a job you know the industries have all changed so much i should imagine there's a lot of employees out there that are having to do things that they've never had to do before yeah but take advantage of that change right i think that big macro changes in life are actually an opportunity to us to do a wholesale review mm. on all the things that make us great and all the things that mm. make us crap Right. It's like so when you have like a macro level change that needs to come into play, for example, when we did going back to the UPW thing, we had a million different reasons to actually do UPW. Right. Mm -hmm. We were in a lot of pain mm -hmm. financially, emotionally, mm -hmm. like we had some really we were always good with each other, but we had some really toxic relationships going on around us yeah. and some people that were just keeping us very small and very trapped, yeah. right? And we didn't know a way out. And yeah. we and we the future looked pretty bleak, yeah. didn't it? And um, one of the interesting things, the takeaways, um, we knew we had to make a change, but we just didn't know how. We did the UPW weekend, um, but and then came out and we were like, yeah. And you you mentioned this in a previous episode about you were like, it was like the the door was open and you had to walk through it. It's yeah. like there was now no going back. Like well, that the, change was happening. That's the thing. There was still no how. And no. that's what's I think an important point is you don't need to necessarily know how. Just commit to you it. You just yeah need to commit to it and and just kind of trust in the process of life and that it will happen. Yeah, and it will happen over time, yeah. right? But um, the point I wanted to raise with that was the. The thing that enabled that change to happen, I think more than anything else, is there was like this identifiable big change that had to happen, but there was also like a hundred little sub changes that needed to happen. So it was like, okay, here's the pain of the change, right? This is the thing, this is, I need to remove these people from my life, right? So, or at least limit them. Or limit them, yeah, <laughs> limit them, yeah. Um, so I need to make this change to, for this to happen because we're currently in this world of pain. Yeah. So, but, and then it was like, well, what kind of person would I need to be to be able to make that decision and make that change? Mm -hmm. And, and it was like, well, you'd need to be healthy, happy, yeah. confident, yeah. independent. You'd yeah. need to be, it's like, well, what? things do I do in my life that allow me or create that sense of health, independence, mm -hmm. like me determination, mental strength? Mm -hmm. What do those things, what do well, I do Well, and on the life? flip side, what's stopping you? Because I think yeah. that's that's what highlighted it to me that weekend was um, it. there was nothing new. I knew the, the things that we needed to change, yeah. but I was putting up with it. Like, yeah. you, you know, I, I didn't, it was going to be such a difficult change um, that it was just like, oh, well, we we're all right. And I was kind of like blinding myself to it. But when you go on something like, and it doesn't have to be UPW, it can be a book you've read, it can be working with a coach or anything. If you if you do one of these things that really kind of highlights where you want to be, yeah. and if you join all the dots and you realise that there's no way you can get there without making that change mm. or a series of changes or whatever it is, 
then it becomes a, a no-brainer. You, it, it, no matter how hard it is, it has to be done. If yeah. you want to get to here, otherwise you're just never going to get there. And you don't want to be on your deathbed and go, oh, well, I just, if I'd have just changed that, I would yeah. have li- lived a better life, you know? Yeah, well, look at the guest we had, Elizabeth, a couple of days ago, um, who was talking about branding and everything else. And when she came on to the um, podcast, fundamentally, we were one of the core reasons why we, she was on the podcast was to explain her experience about and expertise on branding. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. But through the conversation, we learned that she had a good career, full-time job in mm-hmm. London in the fashion industry, mm-hmm. never read any self-help stuff. In fact, avoided all the self-help type yeah. books and everything else. And so you don't think you have to be like us and be going, oh, Tony Robbins this or whatever yeah, else. Yeah. And she kind of avoided all of that. And then she stumbled across a book, which which I always forget the name of. How to be a badass. How to be a badass. Or ass. ass. <laughs> yeah, because it's American, badass. Um, she read that, and shortly after reading that book and re reevaluating that she needed to make a change, she quit her job. Yeah. And um, in fashion completely and, and built her own little business. Yeah. And, and now, years down the road, she's now got this successful brand design company um, and she really knows her stuff you know and so it doesn't need to be and it's the same with the uh, she decided right I want to lose lose weight and within two months she lost two stone yeah yeah Um, and it's that that reviewing like changes changes should should always be a process you should always be looking at optimizing who you are yeah well it is again like we've talked about in another podcast it's deciding isn't it and that's that's the hardest step really once you've made that decision and really made that decision you know it's a, it's an absolute no going back I have I have made that decision now then you do just kind of get taken with it you know you you've it's it's, it's difficult to describe isn't it but it's just a it, it's a it's a no-go you can't go back you've got to keep going in yeah. that direction. I feel you feel like you're physically being pulled yeah and it is easier to then make those uncomfortable conversations you might have to have or yeah. to go and hand in your notice or to move house and yeah. you know put the house on the market or whatever it is that you that it that's gonna force the change yeah if you've previously made the decision what is it that um i know we always go on about tony robbins but he does draw from so many people but it's um uh what is it burn the boat Oh uh, yeah, Geneva. so on the island, isn't yes. it? It's, yeah. That's an actual true story, isn't it? Where yeah, yeah, it it's, was because um, that's also in the book Blitz Scaling, I think. But um, yeah, it's about a captain or something, isn't it? Yeah. Where they they have to they they have to take an island. They have to. Yeah. There's a if you want to take the island, you have to burn the boats. burn the boats. Yeah. yeah, that's like the short version of it. Yeah, yeah. and it's. And he literally just commands all his men to burn the boats, and it's like we do or die, basically. Feeling it's Napoleon, but I'm not sure. It doesn't. It doesn't sound. Like I can't it, remember. Yeah. But I'll, I'll look it up and put it on the on the website. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you should now go off and punch the person that's been irritating you in the face because <laughs> their relationship has not been very good. No, but so, you can cut ties or at least or reduce, reduce it. Um, yeah. The impact that 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 person has, because I mean that was my difficulty again, going back to kind of people pleaser. I knew I had to make these changes, but I didn't want to upset people and, you know, I didn't want to hurt people. But if people are keeping you back from where you want to be, then you you have to make those changes because you only get one one shot, really. No, exactly right. And you've got and give yourself permission for things to evolve and grow over time. Stop putting some arbitrary like, okay, well, by the 1st of February, this is going to be 
my result. Yeah. It's like, stop doing it. We're all, we've been guilty for that so many years, haven't yeah. we? Where we, we were just like, okay, by the end of the year, we're going to have done this in the business yeah. or we're going to have done this for our health and all this kind of stuff or, or relationships or, or whatever it is. And don't get me wrong, it's good to have a time-constrained like task that's goal. great, yeah. But goal, that's that's all good. But some things just aren't like that. And when, well, I think with personal development, whether that be due to your health, uh, or your mental health, or or anything like that, or even if you're taking a new business venture, unless you've got a coach that is saying to you, okay, if you eat this and you do this, or if you if you sell this many units by putting the money into this marketing channel, and you've Unless you've got somebody that actually has been there, done it, and can actually de- definitively say, by this date, you should be on X. Mm-hmm. Don't do it to yourself. Don't make up some arbitrary date. Well, I think it because... also depends in the, the space you're in. You know, if you're in a quite positive space anyway, life's going fine, and you decide, right, now's the time I want to lose weight because I, I want a relationship or something if you're, if you're right. single. Then, then fine. I think that's easier for you to go and go and chase that goal in at a time. But if you've kind of been beaten up a lot, like we're, most of us have this year, yeah, um, and you're already dealing with a lot of kind of change and yeah. and different things going on, then it's just another thing, isn't it? Yeah. That you're putting pressure on yourself. So I think um, the message in that case is, as you say, like to just be kind on yourself. Still make the change. Don't yeah. don't put your head in the sand and be like, oh, I'm just going to let life happen to me because it's yeah. really hard this year. You can still be proactive, yeah, but, can, just, but be kind to yourself at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. record your journey, right? It's yeah. just, like, if it's a fitness goal, it's like, okay, well, my goal is to live a healthier lifestyle. I want to lose some weight and um, hopefully like, give yourself some broad parameters, right? Like, yeah. hopefully by the end of the year, I'll be this to this, like, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, right? But record your journey and then, and then just say, right, okay, I'm just going to commit to doing this, this, thing whatever it is for a certain period of time and then I'll review and we've said this on a few podcasts now about the principles of discipline change yeah. deciding like they're all there's one common thread that we've personally learned in business and in life and and we're still learning by the way we are but by no means fully formed but one of the things that we've learned is don't put the time that you're going to re- make a review on this too early because mm-hmm. we're all guilty of doing that. And a lot of the times when we put a review on something that's too early, that's the, our lazy side of our brain. Yeah, if I right? don't that's our, then, then I might as well give up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's our way of, that's fear yeah. is what that is, right? That's fear of rejection. That's fear of pain. That's fear of failure. That's fear of all of those things, right? That's when you turn around and say, oh, if I haven't, haven't got there by month three, then I'm just going to quit. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, okay, but what does what does three months do? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's like this podcast, for example. I can't quite believe we're on episode twenty five already. Yeah. You know, and when we started this, you made the statement three hundred and sixty five days. Yeah. And I was on the telephone call this morning, and uh, my mum said to me this morning, she was like, on the, on a call, she was like, oh, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Maybe you should just like just stop. It's just like, and it's like. No, it, we're committed to these things yeah. every like and because we you can't ju- prejudge success no. if you've never experienced it before if you've never done something before, don't take other people's word for it unless unless they're a, they're coaching you and they've got your they've a vested interest in your success yeah. if they if they're not fitting in that category you can basically ignore any other yeah any other opinions 
in my view. So we've talked a lot about this is kind of like proactive change, um, but how a lot of people are obviously feeling this year is, is change has happened to them, whether yeah. they like it or not. Yeah. Um, and if, if that's been a big change um, and a, a tragic change, as in you've, you've lost your business or you've lost someone you love or, or you've been pulled apart from someone you love because of COVID, um, then you, you could be really reeling from it. And how do you kind of process that change and move forward? Um, so the, the first um, thing that you really need to do to be able to uh, embrace this the change because you can't go back it's not gonna you can't you know we wind the clock and everything's back to normal you have to face this change yeah um and the, the first thing is this acceptance um and if you can accept where you are now and and acceptance doesn't mean that it's fair it doesn't mean yeah. that it's right that it should have happened it's you know it it, it acceptance can still be it really sucks yeah, yeah, yeah um but just accepting that it's the reality it's yeah. where you are now you kind of got to let go of the the bitterness and the anger or whatever that you've kind of been building up because of where where you are now yeah um and very much accept it before you can move on yeah because i think that's part of the problem sometimes right is that you like i'm sure we've all had that experience where you replay yeah a moment just to, about like a conversation yeah. or a specific statement just a million times in your brain and it's almost like you're trying to figure out a way to rewrite yeah that event it's, it's like, like have if you I ever done just... that with a dream like if, if you're if a dream's going the wrong way on you and then you wake up it's like oh fuck it just rewrite it and go back yeah to yeah sleep. <laughs> well we had uh like the, the nearest thing i can think like where i had that issue i remember how we had uh, a really challenging uh, issue earlier this year um with an individual that just wanted to just dis- dis- destroy yeah. the business and, yeah. sh- and they were they, they were being a bit of a nightmare and i remember a conversation that i'd had with that person and um and i remember the day it, the, it was just the the convers- that conversation it was like it was like literally a sentence mm-hmm. and no matter what i did i could be doing anything i could be doing washing up i could be i could be looking at something on the laptop anything and it was like something was broken in my brain. It yeah. was like, it was on repeat. You keep it, thinking if I'd have said something different. Well, it, it was changed. worse than that. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a conscious thing. It yeah. was like a broken record that was just skipping on that same thing over and yeah. over and over again. And I remember trying to find anything to distract me. Yeah. Because I was like, this isn't doing me any good. No. So, but the moment we accepted it. Yeah. Well, and, and, like, and oh, again, give yourself time because, yeah. um, I think it has taken me, so this, this was back in kind of April, April, May time when it was particularly bad. And I think it's taken almost till now really yeah. for me to accept. I think you've probably moved on a bit quicker. But again, if I kind of wanted to, I could step right into the, oh, it's not fair and I wish it hadn't happened. Yeah. And I can't believe they did this to me and all of that. But what good is it? You yeah. know, so you, you just have to accept it and write this. Okay, this is the new reality. Um, let's move on. And what leads off from that, or is very, very kind of close to that, is what opportunities yeah. has, it brought, has it brought? So, okay, it happened, it sucked. What can I learn from it? What mm-hmm. direction is it now pushing me towards? What am I now doing or will be doing or have done that wouldn't have happened had that not happened? Yeah, exactly. You know, so to, to try, and be, try and find the opportunities in it because there are opportunities Always. in it. Um, no matter how bad it gets, if you read... Um, anything to do with any holocaust survivors and i really advocate that you do it's it's like so important um 
if people can go through that level of um, tragedy and just awfulness mm -hmm. and then come out the other side. So um, a famous one is, or probably the most famous one is Viktor Frankl. I can't mm. remember the title of the book now. Um, but I will, again, I'll put it on the website, but he, um, he, he, you know, his family were murdered in front of him. He was put in, um, concentration camps and, and it, it, it is a harrowing read. Like I, I was recommended this book and I thought, well, I don't know if I want to read that, yeah. but, but at the end of it, it is a story of how you can endure and yeah. how, um, uh, you know, just one man's mindset can change. Um, and there's a, there's another lady, um, uh, she's on she was interviewed on a podcast recently that I was listening to again Auschwitz survivor and just amazing stories yeah. of of um just resilience and and acceptance yeah and you know that that just accepting that this situation is happening yeah that doesn't mean that you're you're not uh, condoning it you're not yeah you're yeah. not condoning it and you're not um yeah you, you I think it's like there's this I think I need to um like to work to not accept yeah. and to re rework it out in our brains constantly yeah. is part of our like survival mechanism, yeah. right? It's like, um, okay, well, I I need to identify what the like you're it's like we're built like where was where did it we trip up? Where yeah. did we where what did we do wrong in that thing? What could we have done to stop it? Because there's part of our makeup that's trying to prevent this yeah. enormous amount of pain and discomfort and from happening an again. Phase, absolutely. You, um, you know, there's those phases of grief, isn't there? Den uh, denial and then anger, and you need to move through those phases yeah. as as a human. But but people get stuck in those phases for a really long time. Yeah, because, well, and they don't move. move well, some things you just something's happened to you, and like 2020 is a great example of this, right? 2020, there are people that have done everything right. Yeah. Up Absolutely. until this year, right? Yeah. There's like literally they they haven't put a foot wrong. They've done well by if they're in business. They've done absolutely everything right by their customers and their staff. They've saved money. They've done whatever yeah. it is, and are now losing their homes, losing yeah. their losing everything, right? Yeah. And it's um, that's that, that. I mean, it's awful situation to be yeah. in, and, and there is and there are sometimes in life where things happen to you the there's no you you cannot prevent it no. there's no it, it's not you're not going to be safe for the future by yeah. trying to work out that it's like it's just but your ability to deal with it is what will give you a, a, a is the key to a happy life a free life a successful yeah. life because if you if you get swallowed by it then then there's there's no more is there you know there's no yeah but there forward. is one point i would like to make there and that's um which i did uh say uh, on I can't remember which one it was, but um, there's a clip of it on YouTube where I talked about that. I think the YouTube clip something like it's already too like you should have already started or something mm -hmm. like that on the clip, mm -hmm. and um, it kind of bounces off the conversation I had with my mother of all people this morning. Who was like uh, her comment to me this morning was, um, "You you guys are just running a hundred mile an hour. You guys should just take look. It's lockdown, so." If there's ever been a time for you just to sit back and just just take some time out, do it now, and uh, and I said completely opposite. Yeah. I was like, if you are sat, I said we cannot afford to be sat on our hands. Yeah. Now, and if you're listening to this or or watching this on YouTube, and and you're sitting on your hands waiting for somebody else to come save you, yeah. somebody else to sort your issues out, or waiting for somebody to give you the thumbs up that yeah, you can now go back to the way you were pre 
2020 or yeah. whatever it is, then you're a fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it because there's no guarantees. No, absolutely and, not. And you need to be running, you need to be finding every opportunity now. You need to be, even if that opportunity isn't necessarily right, okay, I don't even know how to make money or in a new way or anything like this. Yeah. It's like, well, how do you become the best version of yourself? So yeah. when an opportunity comes up, that mentally and physically you're you're in the exact right position yeah. to take full advantage of it, yeah. right? Because because this is a blip. <clears throat> the the life we're going through right now in 2020 is a blip. Mm-hmm. And and there'll be more blips yeah. in the future. But there will also be highs and you should be taking this time to work on yourself, work on your headspace, your physical space, your relationships, your everything to, yeah, so that you can just, when something comes up, you can pounce on it and just... Well, that's why I wanted to cover change today was because I've begun to notice a a shift in people, um, like on on social media and my immediate circles. Um, When we were talking to Liz the other day and we said, you know, how do you feel about 2021? She said, I'm really excited. And I'm I'm beginning to see that kind of shift in people. And if, if you're still kind of wallowing, no matter what's happened to you, no matter how bad it's got you're still wallowing you're going to miss the shift yes and you're going to miss everybody moving towards a more positive um towards spring as we've said after winter um and you need to catch that wave and and be ready for the opportunities because there is going to be a world of opportunities there's all these new industries being created and all this online living and and a real um movement towards people working at home or location independence so you can travel yeah um you know those of you that are interested in travel there's going to be a huge wave of like independent travel agents and small businesses popping up in the travel world you know there's lots of exciting stuff that's going to be coming out of this and you need to be ready to catch that wave yeah you can't there's one of the biggest growths whenever you look at um they've always talked about it so the fastest growth is always post some big like yeah. event whether it's a massive recession whether it's war whatever yeah. it is the, there's always huge growth out the economical growth out the other side yeah, definitely. and you you have to be taking responsibility for making the changes in who you are as a human being so that you can pounce on that and we're don't get me wrong none of us are perfect we're, we're all failing yeah. in some way every day yeah but it and it's not about being perfect it's not about being this kind of we, funny enough, we were talking about, um, first thing this morning, we were talking about there was some film star woman that um, you'd mentioned had just recently got divorced with her other half mm-hmm. and everything else. And I was explaining to you, I was like, well, it always felt slightly uncomfortable watching her, like, veneer. Yeah. Because it didn't, it, everything felt very manufactured, polished. Too perfect. Perfect, yeah. right? And... We're, and that's not us as human beings, mm-hmm. right? There's there's things that we all fail at, at every day. And that's the problem with social media and everything else is that you can get this impression, that, this false impression that you're failing and nobody else is. Yeah. Everybody's failing at something. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely. So um, the success formula um, that's uh, championed by Napoleon Hill of right. Think and Grow Rich um, is to take an event um, and your response... And that equals the outcome. Right. So no matter what happens to you, as in the event, it's your response to it that determines the the final outcome. Right. Um. And that's that's what I'm kind of I was seeing 
lots of kind of posts like finish 2020 strong and, and this right. kind of thing from you know coaches and stuff trying to sell their courses or whatever it is that I've seen on Facebook and I was like how can we finish 2020 strong yeah. I mean, come on it just how are you going to turn that around but I'm beginning to turn that around myself yeah. in in like the events that have happened have happened and yeah. it's my response to it what have I learn what opportunities can I see how have I changed and how am I going to take that forward yeah that's going to be the outcome yeah so that in 2030 when I look back at this it's like well and you I don't know talking to someone and they say well how did 2020 change you yeah oh well I did this this and this yeah yeah and and is that that aspect of um like taking responsibility for the like the event in terms of how it affects you and how yeah. you respond to it. Yeah. And that's very empowering, right? Yeah. That's uh I would say you and I are not the same people we started 2020 at. No, and I've heard that again from a lot of people as well. Yeah. A lot of people say that they, they feel like they're a more rounded, grown up <laughs> person because yeah. we've all been put through this adversity that that none of us expected. I mean it just came from came from nowhere, didn't it really? Yeah, it did. And it's and yeah, and there's been a significant amount of pain off the back of it. Yeah. But that's why I think 2021, 2022 and beyond is so exciting. Yeah. Because it's like you found these new muscles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like this new, these new found strengths in certain areas. It's like, wow, if I was already doing this yeah. based on the, a smaller version of myself. Yeah. So what's what's the opportunity going forward? What can we do moving forward? And uh, yeah, I, I'm, like, I think both you and I are very excited about the well, future. Well, if I've been through that, you know, what else can I can I do? You know, yeah. I've I you kind of realise an inner inner strength in yourself. As well, well, we went for a phase in twenty twenty, and again, we're not. I, I'm not going to start like going going through a litany of oh this happened and that happened because everyone's gone through yeah, an yeah, awful yeah. amount of pain this year. But I do, one thing I do remember was by saying at one point, was say, do you know what, that's the, the, another huge dramatic drama that's happened this week, and we've had one every week. Oh, it was every few for, days. Yeah, it was point. a, yeah. And, and, and they were life, like they would have been the, the year highlight drama. Yeah. In any previous year, they would have been the, their thing we'd have gone oh wasn't that an awful year because that happened yeah yeah and we were getting them every week yeah for months and yeah. we were like and we just couldn't believe it could yeah. we could we just uh, but it got to the point where we we're like but we can take it yeah we can take these punches so yeah. that 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 is and for anybody watching uh, or listening to this i'm sure you've been through a similar thing where it's like it does feel like you keep getting punched in the face but the change that's happened in us and the yeah. change that's probably happened in you is you've identified that you've probably always had a, an idea that it's in you, but there's a there's a core, there's an iron rod, if you like, inside yeah. you that's like, oh, yeah, that won't break. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can endure, we can get through, it, it won't break. We can take more than this. Yeah. It's given us a different perspective on what pain and discomfort is. I'd rather not have any more than that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of the reasons why we do the video now with the podcast. Yeah. Right? It's because... Any previous year, uh, we wouldn't have done any video. No. I mean, Christ, we wouldn't have even done a podcast. No. But the, when on we started the podcast on episode, episode one, then I threw a video in on episode three. And if anybody hasn't seen the YouTube video on episode three, you'll see that we're terrified of the fact that there's a camera <laughs> facing us, right? We were really uncomfortable. 
And in fact, you still don't look at the camera very often now. <laughs> I um, prefer to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But my point is, by like, it was like that's nothing yeah. now. Doing the podcast is like in terms of levels of discomfort and pain, feels like nothing now yeah. compared to some of the other stuff. Yeah. So um, the the kind of final thing I'd say is um, so so the the first step is acceptance, and then the second is to to look for the opportunities. Um, the third is to if you if you're afraid about it, you know there's there's a kind of famous book, feel the fear and do it when anyway. But it's not necessarily feel the fear and do it anyway. But feel the fear, but don't let it stop you. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it it's not necessarily that you kind of have to run headlong towards the fear, but just make those tiny step changes. Yeah. Um, to to kind of let the to keep my favorite quote um from Disney because we talked about Disney yesterday is Dory just keep swimming yeah it's just such a simple tiny three-word quote but I love it and in in this case when it's with change you very much feel like you're swimming against the tide yeah but if you just keep swimming you'll you'll be fine yeah um you know you you, actually I remember you putting that as a post on your Facebook well I want to keep meaning to get some posters and put them up around the place because it's so true and and it's like we keep saying in, in lots of these podcasts it's the simplicity is is best and everything isn't it and just three simple words can mean so much yeah and you'll be amazed at how far you come in a really short space of time that if you just keep tape putting one foot in front of the other towards whatever direction of change you're doing just even if it's the slightest slightest thing where you just move it by an inch yeah like whatever it is um we had to do sort of like where the podcast is concerned, we we were just doing some bits and pieces in terms of editing yesterday, and I yeah. turned around to you and I was like, "Oh my god, this this is only episode twenty five today, but twenty four yesterday." And I was like, "We've got fifty seven videos on YouTube yeah. right now, and all of these episodes that are up there already, and all we've done is just stepped up and done a move the needle a bit yeah. each day, but it, it moves." Like yeah. over time, huge. And again, you don't need to know how, because I think a, a lot of people, when you say, "Oh, you need to change," or or they realise they need to change, or there's something they need to change, you say, "Well, how?" Yeah. You don't necessarily need to know how if if you're just making these small little steps, or you just keep swimming, as as Dory says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it. You you just you have get, faith. Yeah, yeah. You have faith in the process, and you you kind of get. Um, taken along about it and and I think the the final thing I want to say in the the steps is don't wait Mm -hmm. I think that's what especially this time of year is quite dangerous for people people are like oh I'll just I'll sit back and get Christmas out the way and then I'll I'll do all these changes in 2021 or I'll I'll look at that in 2021 and I've had a few people say that to me with different things actually like oh can I wait until the new year because I just want to get Christmas it's like okay well if you want to but I really wouldn't no (laughs) you know mate but that's fear again right that's fear of failure excuses yeah because it's like okay i i know i should do that thing but i i don't really want to right now yeah and if if 2020's taught us anything it's like you have no idea what's around the corner no absolutely i mean it as i said earlier it it just came from nowhere but i didn't and yesterday um oh i had no idea what was coming (laughs) yeah so we what happened just before just we did the podcast we did the podcast we were like uh, there was Christmas music on. Yeah, so, so we, we did the podcast yesterday. We were talking this, about Disney. Yeah. Show um, you how life can throw your curveball. Absolutely. And um, and then um, after that, Lee was doing his editing and I was putting up the rest of the Christmas decorations in the house with the kids. 
and um, we bought some um, we bought a Christmas tree off somebody local because uh, we as we've talked about in another podcast we didn't have our decorations here because we were in France etc so um, we bought a second hand Christmas tree and with it she'd thrown in some lights yeah and uh, so I I and the kids were sat here in the living yeah. room you were over in the dining room putting oh. up we, we could hear you banging away putting yeah. tinsel up and all yeah. this kind of stuff and um, so I went to test the lights and I tested one set and they were fine um, and then I went... when you say test the lights she's literally just sticking the lights in the wall there's yeah. no like there's no technical thing about it yeah. oh yeah yeah no I'm not, not an electrician yeah yeah <laughs> no I just testing if they all work so yeah. I plugged in one set and it worked fine and then I went to plug in the other set and as I pl- plugged it in it um, there was like a mini explosion mini we were sat here in the living room and we heard a boom <laughs> yeah and then heard you scream <laughs> yeah so um this explosion blew me away from the wall and blew the um wire from the plug and I ended up still holding the wire my whole hand was black yeah and the, I'd felt the the current go up my arm through my body and yeah. out my legs um or assume it went out <laughs> yeah might still be there yeah but um but yeah so with with I and I think I may be completely wrong in this but I think the only thing that saved me was the fact that I'm wearing rubber soled slippers which you'd bought an hour or two Couple before from the before, shop because we'd been to the been to the shops that morning because we we had to get our car yeah, and they have a thick rubber sole yeah so these these new slippers that I'm wearing um have this big thick rubber sole and I, I genuinely think that's what but what so saved I walked me. in and found you in the dining room and you were literally like every like you were just shaking yeah. weren't you and and my hand was all black yeah so we managed to clean your hand to see that okay it's not burnt which was I don't know how your hand wasn't burned, uh, um, but that that's a, that was a we were both talking about that weren't we in terms of things come out and slap you in the face that could have been fatal. Oh, that right? could have been it, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's I think like, the only reason it wasn't maybe could have been the slippers or the other reason was because the the explosion pushed me away from the source. Yeah, because it didn't so trip the power. Yeah, so, so we're in an old French farmhouse. Um, and in France, funny yeah. enough, and um, yeah, the electrics aren't great. The ha- like, there's a lot of they you... don't have an earth like UK. UK no, um, there's a lot of quirks that seem quite romantic and nice until they want to kill you, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's not so romantic anymore. Um, but yeah, so we went from the kids having a wonderful time, out cramping my left leg. <laughs> <laughs> that's from my run earlier. See, there you go, discomfort. Um, the uh yeah we went through kids having a long time christmas music you put decorations up we've done the podcast we'd had a great morning and then you could have been dead yeah so yeah life has a way of yeah trying to get get you yeah absolutely and as i say you just that's really stuck with me i mean i i've been doing a lot of work over the last week on um kind of gratitude and and just changing my mindset very much walking, working towards 2021, making these changes and, um, <laughs> sorry, cramping my leg. And, um, yeah. And so, and then that to happen, that kind of really stuck with me that, you know, you really never know. Well, you should also, yeah. You, one, you never know. And also there are moments in time where you have to appreciate them. Yeah. That's like, we're not religious people. No. Um, I would say we're spiritual. Definitely, We, we do believe yeah. there's something, just I not think that's a thing, isn't it? It's spiritual, but not religious. I can't remember what it is. But, um, but like, faith isn't necessarily a word that I, I or you have ever really used. Um, but this year, yeah. like, having faith, like, 
doing the work anyway, yeah. doing the grind, or whether it be on working on yourself, working on finances, working on business, working on relationships, whatever it is, and just having faith that the work itself will produce a result. As long as the work you're doing is good, yeah. that there will be a, there will eventually be a positive outcome, yeah. that, that good will come out of it. Because I think we're sometimes all a bit guilty of, oh, well, we're not going to do that unless there's a, there's a defined result, a guaranteed defined result. That's not life. No, no, it's exactly. Like, just do the grind anyway. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And, and appreciate moments like yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Well, don't wait. That, that's my yeah. key message with that is just don't wait if there's if there's something. I mean, and our neighbour um, down the road, uh, she was she's a pilot and she um, sings opera, doesn't yeah. she? And um, and we were just kind of talking to her and like as you do, just just small talk kind of thing. And um, and she said about how her father on his deathbed yeah. um, said to her what have you always wanted to do? Yeah. She said, well, I've always wanted to fly and I've always wanted to sing. And he was like, well, go do it. Yeah. Um, because he was, I don't know what, I don't know the story behind him, but I know he was kind of taken too soon. And um, he's like, don't have any regrets. Well, I think that's the thing. I think we also, um, we also think that when we get older, yeah. we'll feel older. Yeah. Like, I think that's a bit of a mistake. It's like mm-hmm. once you get to a certain age, it's like, oh yeah, that's what being old is. So you kind of have this acceptance that you're old. So, that's not life. No. That's another part of the conversation I had with my mother this morning. She's um, in her 60s. And she was like, I feel exactly the same as I did in my 20s. Yeah. Like, it shocks me that I'm in my 60s and I have friends and, and people that are in their 70s. She's like, yeah. because I'm not old. She's well, like, if you I look don't after feel... yourself, because my mum's always been the same, hasn't yeah. she? Um, I mean, she's in her 70s and, and maybe she's beginning to slow down a little bit now. But prior to that, I mean, she yeah. always acted 20 years younger than she yeah. is. Don't think that you'll yeah. have this accepting period of, oh, I'm this age, so this is what I do. It's yeah, like, yeah. life will just fly by and you'll be like, oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to a Lewis Howes, uh, I was told you about it, didn't I, podcast, right. where his, um, his father never celebrated his birthday oh, yeah. when he was a kid. Yeah, which we both were like. Which I okay. think is a little bit too harsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but, yeah. but the reason behind it was he never wanted him to be limited by a number. Yeah. So he didn't want him to be thought of as too young, too old, whatever it is. So yeah. he never celebrated his birthday so that he didn't have a, an age as, as such. Yeah. Which, as I say, I thought it was a little bit extreme. Yeah, <laughs> I think When I was a kid, I'd just be like, where's my goddamn presents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, damn right. Yeah. Yeah, my dad doesn't love me anymore. He doesn't even yeah. say happy birthday. He says happy birthday to every other child, but not me. <laughs> Me. but yeah so I, but yeah. I get the principle <laughs> yeah but just don't wait if you're waiting you, you're crazy yeah just get it done today what's the difference between today and tomorrow it's yeah, like exactly. just get it done today like you may not have a choice tomorrow or just make a start make a start yeah, yeah so embrace change people yes <laughs> yes and good luck and we will see you tomorrow yeah well <laughs> bye bye <laughs> Thank you.